breath, she gently closed her eyes. When she opened them, the air in front of her was shimmering like a sprinkling of fairy dust. She exhaled slowly. Through the sparkling air, she could see a gentle green glade at the foot of a misty waterfall, one of her favorite retreats. Being queen came with a lot of benefits, but privacy wasn't one of them. So even though Cedar technically wasn't supposed to leave her own home without an entourage of guards and servants, she took advantage of the fact that she could go anywhere she wanted, anytime she wanted, without stepping foot outside her front door. Finn didn't like it, which was becoming a source of tension between them. She had thought he would become less protective now that their lives weren't in immediate danger, but he still got nervous whenever she used the she to do a little exploring. Even when she created one from Felix's house to Jane's apartment, which, to her delight, was becoming a regular occurrence. Stepping into the scenic glade, Cedar sank down onto the tender grass, feeling the tension leave her body. She'd spent as much time as she could spare exploring her new kingdom, which was coming back to life after years of poisoning. She'd only discovered the glade last week, but it was already her favorite place to go when she felt overwhelmed by how much her life had changed over the past few months. She stretched languorously as she watched the sunlight shimmer through the mist of the waterfall, feeling as if she were inside one of her own she. The gentle roar of the falls helped soothe her stressed nerves. Perhaps she would bring Eden here later. Today was Eden's seventh birthday, and Cedar had planned a surprise party for later in the afternoon, complete with balloons and cakes and Eden's favorite foods. She had invited all their friends and family here in Tirnanok. She knew it wouldn't be as much fun for Eden as celebrating with a room full of little girls, but she hoped the party would help her feel at home. There was just one thing Cedar couldn't duplicate. Eden's grandmother had always been a big part of the festivities each year. Cedar hoped Eden's memory of her grand's death wouldn't ruin her special day. Cedar's thoughts lingered on Maeve, as they so often did when she was alone. The tears for her adoptive mother had finally come in this sacred and quiet glade, where she didn't have to be strong or make decisions or solve problems, where she could just be. She wondered what Maeve would think of what she had done and who she had become. Would she be proud of her? Or would she be angry with Cedar for embracing her true identity and moving with Eden to Tirnanog? Cedar would never know. But she chose to believe that she and Maeve had reached an understanding before she died. If Maeve could have only seen beyond her broken heart... Beyond her obsession with Brogan, she would have realized that the Tuahatidanan are a wonderful, noble people. Flawed, yes, but no more so than any other race. As Cedar thought about Maeve, her mind inevitably turned toward Halifax and her old life there. She missed it more than she'd expected. She actually missed her work as a graphic designer and felt nostalgic for the simple, small things like her morning walk to work along the harbor, casual office banter, and Friday work lunches at the local pub, which often lingered well into the afternoon. She missed the smell of warm concrete, 
the rustic beauty of a maritime autumn, and the sound of seagulls' cries over the water. And she missed her apartment, which had been a total write-off after Liam and his fellow druids had destroyed it in a fire. As she lay on the grass, staring up at the blue sky, she found herself craving a strong coffee and sesame seed bagel. Something familiar. Something like home. Just one more time. Her stomach fluttered nervously at the thought. But why not? It wouldn't be her first trip back to Earth since becoming queen. After her first chaotic week on the throne, she, Finn, and Eden had spent a few days at Briot's island retreat. It had been strange at first, spending time with the woman whom she'd once deemed a rival for Finn's affection. But by the end, she'd been reluctant to leave behind Briot's huge...